Hey, everyone. Welcome to the New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Rob, how you doing? Doing great, Todd. Busy yeah. day. It's cursed that way every day these days. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, after the holidays, things are a little slow in some, in some quarters, but in some ways it's, um, you know, things are firing back up again, getting crazy. Apple let go their, uh, their picks for, from 2020, which I thought was interesting. Yep. We can get into that in a minute, but yeah, when we, uh, when we did the last show, I was a little slow to get it up and online. And, uh, part of it was, is, um, I really didn't say anything on the last show, but I was suffering quite a bit from uh, lower back pain and, uh, Oh yeah. I think I heard about that. Yeah. So I, okay? I, I, it was, it's sciatica. It's, you know, I've, I've had issues before when I, you know, when I got injured in 2004, mm-hmm. after all that, you know, burst, uh, L1 burst compression fracture, those, those of you that don't know, I had, uh, quite a time of it a couple of years later, like 2005, 2006 with sciatica, they would almost make me fall down because I, my foot would like disappear. <laughs> and, wow. and, uh, starting around Thanksgiving day, I started having issues and it just built and built and built and built. And Monday I was, um, as about as miserable as you could get. And I've learned one thing about sciatic, uh, pain, back pain, Mm-hmm. No amount of pain medicine and no amount of alcohol can kill the pain. <laughs> it's it's truly true. You just it it wow. it it's there and you suffer. So uh, um, Tuesday night I had uh, no was it no I actually Monday I canceled my show and then um, I called my massage therapist. I said I I desperately need for you to work on me and she got me in and worked on she worked literally on my butt for two hours <laughs> and my legs and uh yesterday i saw a chiropractor and oh you did see a chiropractor yeah, yeah. you know, usually with sciatica the chiropractor can well they they can actually make it worse and so you have to be really really careful you have to tell them what's going on so they right. and, you know and this guy um did an okay job. So to, between these two people, right. today's really been the first day I've been able to sit down. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. So okay. any of you that have ever suffered from this, um, right. you know what it's like. But I've been lucky all these years and it just flared up. And uh, if I was in Hawaii, the Chiatsu guy that I have that used the thumb on me to, you know, basically it's distinguished the fire before. Um, I wasn't in Hawaii to be able to utilize him, but yeah. So yeah. yeah. First time I ever canceled my show because of back pain, but I'm here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I've been going to, going to chiropractors for nine years. So on a, on a, at least once, once a week or yeah. twice a week basis. Yeah. For, this is for nine years. First yeah. time I've been so to a chiropractor. This first time I've been to a chiropractor in probably 15 years, maybe 10 well, it is true, though. I mean, I agree with what you're saying is that chiropractors make things worse in the short run. Um, no question about that. Yeah. Um, in the long run, it can it can really help. Um, yeah. But you but you have to get through that initial yeah. um, because things are getting moved around. Right? Yeah, he had done an x-ray <laughs> on me and said, well, you look pretty clean. You know, Does he it? says, oh, yeah. And, and I said, well, I lay on the floor every day for 15 minutes. I've been doing that since 2004 because it's just 
therapy Keeping forms. Things yeah. Straight, right? And uh, I do, and actually, uh, Tom Webster had actually told me about a, um, that I knew about already, that I already do, called the McKenzie Method. And uh, I had gotten away from, or McKenzie stretching, essentially, and I had gotten away from doing that. And uh, he has a little reminder in my Facebook uh, stream. Uh, yeah. So I said, oh, yeah, I should have been doing those. So I've been doing those now since he reminded me, and I think that really helped too. But, um, yeah, the adjustment was okay. But, again, the massage therapist did the most of it. But mm-hmm. it can be excruciating. You just can't even think. You know, oh, yeah. you, you just, yeah. yeah. So Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're putting things back into place, and sometimes your but, your muscles don't like that. But it's <laughs> that sciatic nerve is uh, – Right. is the biggest you know it's 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 basically like the size of a pinky mm-hmm. and uh, when that thing gets flared up and inflamed then yeah. it's bad you're in a heap of hurt <laughs> yeah so you know and it I, in the back of my back i can it, you can you know i can feel it there so uh anyway it has nothing to do with about podcasting but uh yeah i didn't do a show money it's the first time i canceled a show because my back hurt but it's wow. d- yeah. So I guess I've been lucky since 2004. I've only had a few flare-ups, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And hopefully yeah. I'm on the mend. But anyway, yes. <laughs> Apple, uh, Steve Wilson is no longer with Apple. Of course. Right. I think yeah. that's been for a while, hasn't it? Uh, no, he just, uh, as of December. Oh. So, so he yeah, this, is, this la- is recent news. Oh, you know? yeah. For, for those that don't know who Steve Wilson was, he's uh, like a 15-year Apple Apple employee. Um, started out working on the content side, on the, the editorial side um, of Apple Podcasts, and picking shows to feature in the software and things like that back in the early days of the of the platform, and and um, and then evolved into a role that was more around marketing of Apple Podcasts, and he spent. I would say he spent probably most of his career on the marketing side. Um, and he's left the company to be a chief strategy officer for a new company in uh, the Los Angeles area called Q-Code. I haven't heard and, about these folks to up to this point, have you? Yeah, and from what I've heard about Q-Code is that they are a startup, a tech startup, but they're really kind of a studio startup is what I would call them, but they're kind of a hybrid on that, um, focused on, from what I can gather, focused on fictional productions of podcasts. Um, so as you think about Hollywood and you think about the convergence that's happening around storytelling, um, there's been a lot of success around reality storytelling. Um, there's been a little bit of a, you know, a difficulty in the rise of fictional storytelling for a variety of reasons, but it sounds like, um, these folks were able to get a series a investment of about, well, about $6.5 million, um, here. I don't know when that happened, but fairly recently. Um, and they've been building out a, a team, um, to, to basically from what I could tell, it's kind of like a, a tech startup slash studio, um, mm-hmm. around podcasting to create fictional podcasts. So I did invite Steve to come on the show. We'll see if, if, you know, it's good timing for him or not, but, um, it would be interesting to have him on. Yeah, it would. So hopefully we make that happen on Saturday. We'll yeah, see. Been, yeah. I mean, both, both Todd and I've known Steve for Jesus long time. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been, 
a stalwart at Apple Podcasts for a long time, and he he hasn't really been able to do much publicly. Right. Um, it'd be great to have him on. I've been asking him to be on panels and things like that in the past and for, for as long as I can remember. <laughs> but the Apple team, you know, they'll come to events, but they often yeah. will not be right. able to, right. you know, to, to, to participate. But to that's, that's going to yeah. change for Steve now. Yeah. So, you know, Steve's got a lot of experience in this medium. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great to have him spark part more part of the vocal community right. of podcasters. <laughs> and that doesn't, so by the way, we, our Apple listeners, and I'm just going to say listeners are still there. <laughs> yes, Steve was, are. I think Steve right. was one, but I think the others are still there and I'll just leave it right. at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like we're going to grill him on Apple or no, something like no, that. No, I want to no. really just find out, you know, what the opportunity he sees around fictional podcasts. So hmm. that's, you know, if he wants to give us some perspective on what he sees in the market today, that right, would be right. fantastic too. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, what's the skinny. And then I saw the announcement come out this morning. I was just too busy to even, uh, to look at, at the links, but what was, you know, what was the, the list that Apple came out with? You said it was predominantly, dominated by mainstream media podcast production companies? Um, yeah, that public radio, which isn't surprising. That's, you know, a, a lot of the top podcasts are public radio related or shows that are derivative of producers that came out of public radio. So you, you kind of see that, um, playing out here and, and Apple certainly has strong connections with the NPR you know, public radio community. Um, uh, on the podcasting side as they should. And if I was doing editorial for Apple, I would obviously do the same thing. Right. Um, so, you know, they've got a terrific list of new shows that they've, um, built into their feature area in iTunes as well as, uh, in Apple podcasts. And there's some, there's some great shows in there. So, you know, I think it's good, good for the medium. Um, I do think it's interesting that, um, the the Joe Rogan podcast is kind of is still listed as as uh, is it a top show still yeah let's see that's interesting Joe, Joe Rogan is number four as a podcast in Apple Podcasts even though it's but if you go to his feed mm-hmm. um the last episode was November twenty seventh. Uh, and it only has one episode. Oh. So I don't know if that's going to be the strategy going forward, um, that he's just going to have maybe his most recent episode there or something like that. I'm not right, sure. Right. So, so we, we shall see, but, um, most of his content's now over on Spotify. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause he's now a hundred percent exclusive. Yep. Yeah. So I was going to go ahead. And it does keep him, I suppose it, it's a way for him to keep his show mm, maybe credible in saying that it's a podcast. If right. he does this. Right. right. Cause if he didn't do this, they would be hard pressed. That's a lot of subscribers that he would lose. So I'm right. yeah. Well, it's, if he took that down, if he took which one down, if he took his RSS feed down out of Apple. Well, I think there's only one episode over there now. 
Right. No, that's right. But I'm just saying that as long as he has a presence over there, oh, right? Okay. Okay. With, with, with at least one episode. And if it's the most recent episode, he probably would keep his listeners. So I don't know if people on that have, side happy to some degree. I don't know if people know this or not. Let's see if I can show it. Yeah, there we go. So on Max now, you can actually load, and maybe you've known this for a while. See if I can show it. You can actually load the Apple Podcast. You basically you load your your list. You load your you know you can listen to Apple Podcasts right on your Mac. And um, so I was just kind of wondering where did they stash? Let's see if I can get there and actually find this. The best podcast connecting. Oh, you, you have to. Oh, the list of yeah, because it's their it, top picks. Yeah. yeah, it's in the Apple Podcast app. Right. Well, it's also so, in in iTunes on Windows too, so you can see it. It they have classifications. Show of the year, our favorites this year, biggest new shows of 2020 list. Yeah, um, so I've got top shows. Let's see. And then oh. biggest shows of 2020. Uh, it's definitely not in the, you can't see it in the, hmm. You cannot see it in the actual. Apple Podcasts? Yeah, desktop. Um, if that's what you want to call it now. Yeah, it's, well, it's the iTunes software for windows is what I'm, I'm looking at. Okay. Here. So wait, why is that? So I can't listen now. Top charts. Yeah. So yeah, I can't find it, it via the desktop app, so I can't show it off. Huh? Oh, right. on, on a Mac, you mean? Yeah. On a Mac, it's, it's basically, it's basically what is there. The top episode stuff is there, but. Right. Hmm. It should well, be there somewhere. Yeah, I, like I would have thought so. I would have thought so too. It says can't connect now. Listen now. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you can't see this screen, but huh? Well, so much for that. I was trying to sh actually go through the show list. Maybe you can read some of the. Well, I could I, of the top I could ones. Share. I could share my screen. Oh, there you go possibly here. So that's funny. It. You're getting to see it on a, a Windows machine, but I can't see the top list on a on a uh on a Mac. That's that's kind of hilarious to be honest with you. So I will show it as a oh, show the window here. Okay. Okay, there's the show of there's the year. The, yeah. Having it, you know, and be honest with you, never even heard of this show because I don't listen to NPR shows. Code Switch? Yeah. 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 It's a good, it, it's a fantastic show from what I gather. Well, I, I don't so, listen to NPR. Yeah, I haven't heard it either. <laughs> I don't listen to NPR shows. But, but you can see it's got all those, you know, our favorites for this year. Let's see here. The Rabbit Hole, Canary right. from the Washington Post, How to Citizen right. with... Uh, that's with, with Bertrude. Bertrude, uh, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, um, that's a podcast that he did through iHeart. Yeah, you're wrong about something. Dying for sex, Fonty, in the mm -hmm. Bumble. So, you know, but again, these are Apple team member favorites. 
Yeah, I mean, and but yeah. then they've got biggest new shows, and I think that's using whatever measurement system they have. I think that would be shows that probably were birthed in 2020. Yeah. yeah. So, unlocking us, Smartless, Nice White Parents, Counter, Red Bale, Blood Ties, mm-hmm. Coronavirus, Facts versus Fiction, Down the Hill, Supernatural, and Park Predators. Haven't listened to a single one of those shows. And then biggest shows of 2020. That is The Daily, Crime Junkie, uh, Call Her Daddy. That's a... This American Life. That's a a Barstool Sports. Armchair Expert, My Favorite Murder, Unlocking Us, Stuff You Should Know, Up First. Right. Um... There was something one of my team members said the other day about stuff you should know, because I think that's owned by iHeart now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I think their website is gone. I think everything is now only on iHeart. Oh, okay. I I might be wrong, but one of my team members said that that was, that the stuff wasn't on their website now. Up first, Ben Shapiro show. Right. So biggest shows of twenty the show that's missing there that uh, should be there's the no agenda show where where's where's that one where's that biggest show because they got a massive audience yeah huh well yeah. that's true yeah but also also I on a different note here and we we can bounce back and forth sure. here if we want to talk more about Apple too but I. I did go to, to Spreaker, Spreaker.com. Oh, so you, by the way, you need to come back to us, Rob. You're still showing your screen. Oh, you're right. I do need to do that. Stop sharing. Okay. Yeah, so I went to Spreaker.com, and they've changed their website um, oh. to, you know, you know, Spreaker was part of the VoxNest acquisition of right, iHeartRadio. Right. And made a little observation there that um, it looks like Spreaker has changed their strategy a little bit, at least on their website. Um, they're not emphasizing um, their listening platform as much as they used to. Oh. I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's it's a just purely a publishing platform. Right. But they're 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 promoting the the listening side is still there. I mean, mm-hmm. it isn't like they took it out. It's just it. it it signals a change in strategy, right? Right. Um, in other they're, words, they're moving away from emphasizing the listening side really much at all. And you know, that's going to be bad for them. Right. You know, you think about that. I, I'm looking here at where can you find, there is a listen button. So when I, so oh, they so have you on the, on, yeah. on, the, on the speaker site right yeah. now? Yeah, so let's see here. How come that isn't updated? Oh, I'm, I need to switch it in the browser. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to make the master change. There we go. Now I'm on it. Um, it's featured this week. So you, go, you, you have, you, well, let me reload the page. When you load it, yeah, there's no shows to be found. Nothing. And then you have created podcasts, plans and pricing, then listen. And so let's go over to featured this week. So they do have some stuff that's 
featured this week. Mm-hmm. And then they have, let's see here, Spreaker's Prime Shows. Oh, they're calling these Prime Shows, whatever that is. Well, those are shows that they have a special partnership with. Oh, then they have staff picks. So I wonder how many of these are iHeart shows. Well, they've been hosting iHeart shows, a couple, you know, hundreds of them yeah. for, for years now. So, yeah. So it, it just what it shows me is an emphasis more towards the creator side, right? Not the listening side yep. is where, where, where the direction that they're going. And their 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 uh, show pages are absolutely horrendous. I don't understand why anyone would have their primary show over here, right? You know, I, I don't. Plus, get also, it. I I wonder what's going to happen to Voxnest too. Um, well, it's not even mentioned yeah. on the website anymore. Uh, there's a link to it down in the bottom header area or or the bottom footer area. Um, there's links to it, but uh, yeah, I mean, from a brand perspective, um, I don't know that Voxness has much of a purpose anymore. Well, th- there was an article that came out from iHeart that said why they bought Spreaker is mm-hmm. they bought it specifically for the programmatic right. insertion capabilities. Which is um, mostly just in the Spreaker platform. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, so I don't I mean, know. I don't know how I would feel as a content creator when Spreaker now then. The show pages didn't go away and the apps that they have out there that people use, you know, I think they have to maintain it to some degree because they're going to keep doing live. So as long as they keep doing live, they have to have a place for people to listen to the live streams. Yeah. And it's part of every plan. So the question is whether or not those live streams are going to start showing up on iHeart. Now, if we go over and look at blog talk, let's see if they've made any changes over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't look like it. Blog talk radio. (laughs) Yeah. I, I would, doubt that they're going to make a lot of changes over here yeah okay well it doesn't yeah it doesn't look like anything's been touched on this yeah matter of fact okay featured episodes just three and you got room for five Uh uh-huh someone's asleep at the wheel over there yeah but but anyway thought that was an interesting little change in strategy direction there well i am sure there was uh instructions giving <laughs> given to the team i'm sure iheart marketing came right in and said uh-uh-uh-uh we're we're going to change this now <laughs> yeah or it could could just be that you know that francesco just you know starting to move in a direction that's a, an obvious evolution of their their connection with iHeart. Right. right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, astute observations there, Rob. You would probably know better than anybody. That wasn't yeah. that the last company you worked for before? Yes, Lipson? it was. <laughs> for for four years. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I think what we're finding, and oh, interesting, by the way, you guys have been unseated. Mm, it's not clear on that because there's two sides to Lipson. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Buzzsprout. Yeah. Um, that ranking did not include um, Lipson Pro accounts. Well, they so, they said 82,000 shows, Rob. That's uh, that's no, a, I thought that the difference between Lipson and Buzzsprout was only like a thousand shows or something like that. Oh, well, I think they announced like 80. Well, and yeah. paper and in pod news, you guys right. have well, been unthrown. Well, also, you got to think about it too, <laughs> they do have a free plan too. So that's you true. You have that going on too. And if you add on the Lipson Pro accounts onto the Lipson number in the ranking, um, it, I, I think it's about the same or maybe more. By the way, if you are a Libsyn Pro customer, you should talk to me because uh, we can definitely do you a better deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or at least I make Rob bring the price down. <laughs> Oh, it's always kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Well, well. so, you know, <laughs> let the competition rage, right? That's with right. The, with the whole Buzzsprout <laughs> thing. So. so, but, you know, I, I was talking about this, and I want to show you something. I think we talked about it on a previous show. Mm -hmm. And, all right, so let me just, for yeah, those. Like Saturday. <laughs> did we talk about it on, from, is that what, we, did we talk about the ad spend that they were doing? Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about the Buzzsprout comparison. Okay, so yeah. let's let's go over to Google, all right? I'm not running incognito. In Let me just type in a word here, Podbean. Let me do that. So Podbean, well, they're advertising their own. Oh, come on. How come this stupid thing hasn't updated? It's way behind. What, all right. what are you talking about? So I did a Google, So I did a Google search for Podbean. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do that too. So All I can right. see it. All right. Since I can't see Yeah, because you can only people. see me right now. And who's the top ad? The top ad's from Podbean. Who's the number two ad? Buzzsprout. All right. Now let me scroll down to the bottom. Well, I'm not seeing that. You don't see a buzz. Have you got your ad blocker on? Mm, nope. Okay. So I see the first ad as Podbean, the second ad for Buzzsprout. Now let me go ahead and let me do Libsyn. Well, ad or or organic search? I'm just I'm doing I'm just an ad for Podbean and then I'm seeing an organic listing for Podbean right below that. Well, I don't. I see a I see a Buzzsprout ad. Now if I search for Libsyn, I only see Libsyn. I don't see an ad. I on the bottom I do. I see an ad being run by Buzzsprout, Premium B, and I see an ad being run by Libsyn at the bottom of the Google. I went to Google.com and just entered that. And if I do I'm not seeing any other competitive platform. Oh, that's my, interesting. On my search results. So if I go to Blueberry and search for Blueberry, so I see an ad for Blueberry because we have to because if we don't, well, today's the first day. Buzzsprout must have ran out of money already. Um, 
So are you, you're you're logging in in incognito mode. Right? No, I'm using my just. I can oh. do an incognito search. So let me yeah, go. Yeah, because I'm not. Um, I just did a search for Lipson. So and it's doing the exact same thing. So that, let uh, let me do an incognito search. Right. And let's do Libsyn again. Let's do Blueberry. And oops, 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 oops. <clears throat> Go to Google and then I do a search for Blueberry. And so today I'm the only one advertising against me. Unless I go to the bottom, I guarantee there'll be, oh, actually not. So someone ran out of money. Normally I would see in these search results. Somebody ran out of money. Yeah. The, I would see search results for all the, all the podcast hosts. I went through the other day and did every podcast host and Buzzsprout was advertising against every single hosting provider. They were running ads against their names. Now, of course, if you do a search for podcast hosting, everybody in God is, is advertising against that. So we got Buzzsprout number one, Podbean number two, Symbolcast number three, RSS.com number four. If we go to the bottom of the page, we've got Anchor. We've got Podcastistics. We've got Bluehost. We've got Libsyn all running SEM campaigns against podcast hosting. But I'm going to tell you, Buzzsprout must spend, I'm just guessing, they're probably spending $25,000 a month on Google SEM. Maybe 30, yeah. maybe 30,000 a month on Google search results. Right, sure. Mm -hmm. So I would say the Simplecast is spending a lot too, and so is Podbean. And I'm be honest with you, and of course you probably can't comment. I have not seen Libsyn advertise much, and now, hmm, Libsyn's advertising on S on Google SEM. So, huh? Google's uh, what? Say that again. Libsyn is googling is 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 advertising against keywords, good keywords, good search mm -hmm. keywords for. The marketplace. Now, I anyone can do this. Anyone can load up. If you have a Google AdWords AdSense account, mm -hmm. you can go in and set up a campaign and see what these clicks on average cost to advertise against some of these right. words. Some of these are 8 and $9 now. Per click. Per click. Now, I'm not going right. to click anything here because that's actually illegal for me to do. If I go and click on a Buzzsprout ad, technically well, you is can probably do it once and it'll be okay. But you can uh, do it multiple times. okay, I'm not going to do it. It's technically I know, I'm not going to. You're do not either, right? as a competitor. You're not supposed to do it. Right. Right. Okay. And you can yeah, you I can mean, yeah. you can jeopardize your Google account. Yeah, you don't. You know, you don't really want to do that anyway because no. it's it's not a it's not a real. Um, and I cost them eight, lead I cost them eight dollars right. or whatever it was for me to click right. on it. Click, click, right. click, click. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that happened a lot in the past. Yeah, it did. Google had to build um, algorithms yeah. to catch that kind of yeah. stuff. Right. And if you were caught, you oh, wasn't. And if you're you got, caught now, it's not good. So you got um, penalized. Right. So I think here what we're seeing is that 
podcast hosting is now a commodity. And well, Buzzsprout has picked up a lot of new podcasters. If you look at their overall numbers right. in their own report. And, um, and I will put this on what they're spending. They're paying a high price right. to gain a new customer because not everyone that clicks is going to buy. So what, you right. know, how many clicks Probably is it? Most. How many clicks does it take to convert someone? What is the, what is the CPA on that? Now I'd love, I'd love to have them tell me what their CPA is, you right. know, but they'll never, we'll never hear that. I know what my CPA is and I'm advertising on doing a Google SEM. I know my exact CPA. Cause I, you know, you click through, you land on my page, you click sign up or, and I know when you get to the finish line and I can take that number and divide it by the spend we do for a whole month. Right. And I can come up with a CPA number and I know how much it costs to advertise. So, um, I'm, they're obviously convinced this is the way to gain new customers. Right. Because they're advertising against everybody. And usually when we search, when I search for blueberry, usually mm -hmm. I have to, we have to run an ad against our own name because oftentimes Buzzsprout will be above us in the search result. Yeah. So today they must have run on a budget because it's not today. It's not, but nine out of 10 times. And that's what happens with SEMs. They set up a budget to spend every day. And well, if you look at the, the patterns, this probably isn't a great time of the year to be running big budget on marketing for picking up new podcasters too. Right? Yeah. You start getting into December. Um, that's like December and January, I think are the, I think it's more December is the lowest month in new podcasts being so, created. So usually. Uh, Eileen says in chat, Buzzsprite is investing in Google ads as they should, if they want to beat the competition. And, and let me tell you, I guarantee you they spend the most of anybody. Yeah. I'm, I bet you they spend a half million a year on, on advertising, but what does that really mean in the long term? What type of customers, you know, so anyway. Or what, or they may have another goal too. Potentially. Yeah. But uh, I do like that now we finally got to the point where so anyway, it's uh, I mean, it's not easy now marketing to to reach new podcasters. Oh, it's, it's, mean, it's very it's, difficult. It's hard now because right. there's no real events that are good at doing that. And you have individuals, and I'll just, how will I say this without being too naughty, is you'll have a cadre of people that are in Facebook forums who don't disclose their affiliations don't and disclose they just drop those questions in there, and, they, right? and they don't disclose their, if they're an affiliate, they don't disclose a lot of things, but yet if you track, what is the, what is the best podcast host? And you see the same four or five people every time, every right. time responding right. to that question. And even though there's a pile on, there's always this core group, right? I'm not saying 
<laughs> that anybody's being paid. It's well, it's it's called astroturfing in the marketing world. So, so how do you, you know, we don't do that. You know, if I happen to see a thread, I don't do it. I never do it. If I happen to see a thread, and I will disclose who I am. Well, Todd, Rob does too. Couldn't do it anyway. I mean, (laughs) it wouldn't work. I mean, no. I I basically will give my little blurb and say, you know, if you want to do this, this, and this, and then give my disclaimer. Um, yeah. we're an option. So, I mean, I mean, it's typically done by somebody that isn't really known very much in the community. So, which is the the best person to do it, right? <laughs> if you're known like you and I, right, right. It then it makes sense for us yeah, to do that. No. Right. So, yeah, but it's just a, it's just a marketing and social media game that's being played. Right. And it's, you know, and you see the same comments that flow in from that too. You know, mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> the same ones, <laughs> right? So it's the same pattern. Actually, I think um, Jared and Dan are a little, little impatient with those sometimes. I don't know if you've noticed that they can be a little touchy on those posts. <laughs> well, and they just they get asked three times a day, and they go they go two hundred right. comments deep. <laughs> right, right, exactly, and it's like. You know, and then the the competition things start flaring up right, around right. around you know which hosting platform is good and which one's bad, and that gets people pitted against each other. And yeah, great. So Eileen, uh, Pat Flynn is endorsing Buzzsprout now. So the question is, how much is Pat Flynn getting paid for that? You know, that's the question. Right. You know, is there is he running an affiliate program, and you know. Is he, you know, or is he not running an affiliate link? So anytime you see someone endorse and if there's an affiliate link and tied to that post. Right. We have affiliates, you know, and we, oh, yeah. and we tell affiliates if they, you know, we don't have, they're not in the forums though, ever, you know, promoting their affiliate link, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But doing it on their shows or websites and so forth. But yeah. it is interesting. But anyway, I just had to, bring that up because according to pod news Libsyn has been unseated as the number one host yeah <laughs> like I said I'm, I think if you add up the numbers on there between Libsyn Pro and Libsyn I, I think it's Buzzsprout's like not beat. doing 22 million a year or 23 or whatever it is no at least well, I, maybe they yeah. are well, they've got a free plan, right? Right. So Lipson does not have a free plan. Right. Um, it, if you look at their own reporting of their own numbers, um, the shows that are hosting on that platform are are, are typically smaller uh, audience programs, um, just as a percentage. Um, so it's not bad. It's just right. the way it is. Um, they picked up a lot of new shows, and a lot of new shows don't have big audiences yet. Well, Buzzsprout has a free plan. Podbean has a free plan. They're not the only ones. No, and Spreaker has a free plan too. Right. It's just, if you look at a lot of those plans, oh, they're pretty limited. Yeah. uh, And what you can do with them, and people don't typically stay in them very long. That's right. But once they're in, and once they are started. They kick the tires a little bit and see if they want to stick with it, and they usually upgrade. Right. But, you know, it's really a trial account at the end of the day. But but, But it, again... We both know very few podcasters move 
They yeah. very few move. You have to get them at the front door. If you get them at the front door, then, you know, we're talking to all of you guys out there. We're talking, you know. Well, they either grow or they they don't or, or, or they keep going or they don't. Right, you right, know? right. There's a lot of kind of um, pod faded shows that are littering the landscape right now. That's more true. than ever. Yeah. I think. But at the same time, I look at my, you know, we look at our, we, we compare our podcasters longevity rate, right? How long the average account lives. And, uh, it's and, the same with us. I mean, that's, that's, that's really important to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and again, we both pick up different types of customers based upon, their strategy. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's an interesting thing to watch and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and look at the type of money being spent. Um, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I could budget $30,000 a month on Google ad AdWords. I could, but at what cost against something else? Well, right now we aren't spending this kind of money that we used to spend on events. So, You're right you can shift some additional resources over to digital advertising. True. It's just whether or not it works. I think, and that's, that's the bigger question about what they're doing. Is it, what's the effectiveness on it? Well, 82,000 shows or something like that. So it looks like it's mm-hmm. been pretty damn effective. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You know, I've got a, I got bigger fish to fry right now. And, uh, you know, internally we're still, Matter of fact, we're making fast progress now in our UIX update, but, um, you know, <laughs> I've got a two-year plan that's about six months from finalization. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's from, you know, stuff that we wanted to do and get in place and, you know, yeah. it's a complete, uh, complete refresh. Hey, Todd, did you see this, um, this site? Um, it it was listed in pod news as well called spot a feed spot a feed um, s p o t i f e e d they're, they're not going to dot, dot timdoor.com dot timdoor yep t i m d o o r how does so, that work d o r yeah d o r r.com so spot t spottyfeed.com timdoor.com and it's a way to get an rss feed generated for a spotify show and people i guess can use this to get an oh, rss okay. feed hang for, on um, here for uh, that the, it, the joe rogan so experience. it didn't work that that's not a proper domain name spot the feed dot timdoor.com yeah oh still not finding it so s-p-o-t-i-f-e-e-d dot t-i-m d-o-r-r dot com d-o-o-r no d-o-r-r yeah d-o-r-r dot com okay that's weird and then and then spot i feed dot tim door dot com okay so so this must be running on his own server because <laughs> it's probably, probably it's running very slow. 
Spot a, Feed is a simple a service to convert right. Spotify podcasts to RSS feed. You can use these RSS feeds in any podcast save. Just take the show ID from the show link on Spotify and put it at the end. These They're not going to last very long. They're going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, I thought this and, was interesting. And I'm looking at the logo they're using. This I give this a week. Right. <laughs> They'll probably get taken down. Right. Absolutely. He should have named it something else. Yeah. But like, yeah, something don't else. Use their logo. No, don't logo. use Spada. Yeah. <laughs> if if I was if that was if I was working at Spotify, I would send the intellectual. I'd go get them. <laughs> I'd get them. You know, and I would own that domain. That would be mine. Right. <laughs> but That's it's his own personal. personal yeah. Domain name, oh, right? it is timdoor.com. but. The, the extension would be gone. <laughs> right. Oh, this, my this goodness. Is, this is a way that you can take uh, an exclusive show and oh put it over my. in your feed reader. Oh. Right? <laughs> this, is, this is not going to last very long. The source code to this site is available on GitHub. Oh, my goodness. So I'm going to load that. So oh. that- there could be various versions of this popping up. It could be whack-a-mole. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it. If you want to go see it, it's at spot e, spotifeed.timdorr.com. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like Todd says, this probably won't last very long. Plus, they... They do say on the page, Spotify is a trademark of Spotify AB, which does not sponsor, authorize, or endorse this site. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that works. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Talk no. to me about cnnpodcast.com. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. That was, that was entertaining. Yeah. Let's see. Um. um What's the other thing that's going on? Um, let's see. Mm. Built a, let's see. I was going to put this. Yeah. I just got to share this with my team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Funny. That's, funny. you know, but it's interesting that he was able to figure this out. How did he... The programmers out there need to look at this because uh, just to be able to parse that. Well, it's got to be scraping the page looking for the links somehow. So, but it's not, you know, how he's converted some. So let me take one of these and let's look at it. Let's look at the feed. And... Okay, so what has he got? Oh, jeez. But guess what example he uses, Rob? The Joe Rogan show? (laughs) 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 Titled The Joe Rogan Experience. So it's got... um, So is it a properly formatted RSS feed? Yeah, so everyone is watching as their eyes are rolling right now. So it gives a link to the show, gives a description, gives a published date. Gives the URL to the image. Gives a title. Um, what else? So on the item, wow. 
this is this is going to get shut down. Oh, this so is fast. so going to be killed so fast. Moxie Marlin <laughs> Spike. The link to the episode, the description, the enclosure. Now they link to oh. HTTPS anon dot podcast dot What? Oh, what? this is very weird. Where? Where is? Where that is that coming, coming from? from? Yeah, a S C. See now, someone do a lookup. Tell me who owns scdn dot coke. I don't think we can do that anymore. To do a, a lookup, I don't think. They allow you to. Let's well, see. Well, that whole that whole URL at .co, uh, when you load it in a browser, comes up with a four hundred three forbidden. Yeah, but I'm. Oh, so that it's whole only, it's it's only locked to be accessible through that RSS feed. Oh, let me let me try this again. Then let me try the whole the whole feed, the whole URL. All right, let me try this. Copy. Yeah, and, it's a. It's a dead, <laughs> it's a dead URL. Oh, it plays a player. Oh, it well, starts yeah. playing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you put the whole URL in. Yeah. Does. Right. Yeah, but, it does. But So I wonder if what they're doing is they're taking a, a they're caching a copy of his show. Uh, I don't know, but he would have, so I, I need to do a domain lookup. Let me do a domain lookup. I don't know if right. I can. Uh, let's see if I can do It's that. either that or it's a redirect to where, where they didn't want to expose the actual URL. Yeah. So usually they won't. So we'll see if it's a private. It's scdn.co. scdn.co is taken. Because uh, they've also, they're also linking to the podcast album art as well. Yeah. So off, off of a different um, address. I'm going over to ICANN. Now they've really restricted us being able to look up domains very much, but let me see what it's going to show. Right. I'm not a robot. Let me look. Failed to perform lookup who is service TLD not supported. Isn't that interesting? All right. SCDN.co, right? Yeah, right. SCDN.co. That's okay. Who owns the .co domain? SCDN. So th that's an acronym for a content delivery network. Um, yeah. Um, CD, you CDN can, is an acronym. 101 domains, I think, is the. Oh, GoCo. Here's the official website about GoCo. Now, can I do a lookup? Who is using it? Here we go. I'm getting to. Ah! It's supposed to be like for dot company, I think, is what it is. Um, right. I was trying to figure out who uh, look up for .co. Shouldn't be doing this on the show, but some, someone <laughs> out there, um, if you want to, well, maybe I can go to who is. Let me, here we go. Let's see who they are. Oh, no data. Is, who is look up? No data is available. So if we can find out who owns, um, scdn.co well it could be could be well, spotify the guy um that's created this tool uh, he's Dorf. not going to cache media files on some third party that's going to get expensive if this thing took off can you imagine hosting joe? he's yeah, he'll find out when the joe rogan fans sign up for this show and well, he, or they submit it 
let's say that they submit it to one of the <laughs> one of the listening platforms. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. So so Tim Dore it looks like he's a coder is what he is. Yeah. But anyway, let, let me run this feed through cast feed validator. Let's go look and see if it if it passes uh all the specs. So right. let me put it in there. Apple V. Let's start validation here. So we'll flip this over. <clears throat> so iTunes email tag is empty. No category selected. We have detected Cloudflare. Wow. So they're using, he's using Cloudflare ahead of this. So he isn't is absorbing such a big bill. Uh, image width is invalid. Image has invalid height. Maybe they don't have to worry about that. But no the more. question is, is it pointing to a URL that's pulling off of Spotify servers? Or is it that pulling we, off of a yeah, separate we, cache file? That's the big question. Yeah. And, you know, and if, if this is an actual link to the media, um, scdn.co um, could be a Spotify CDN. Well, it's with SCDN, Spotify CDN. You could Spotify, oh yeah, Spotify, yeah, SDCN, Spotify, yeah. (laughs) Oh man, anon-podcast.co. Let me load that because that Mm -hmm. should resolve. Let me load that up. Uh, yeah, it's a four hundred three varnish. Wow, they're using varnish. Hmm. And it tells you a little bit there. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. So the geeks out there can have a little fun with this, but uh, I, I give this a couple of days. When did they? When did they announce that? Well, I th- I think uh, um, James Cridlin put it in his newsletter today. All right, I give it. I give it a week. <laughs> Eileen says okay, he can well, change well, it to well, Feedy Spot. Okay, James does say in here that the audio still comes from Spotify servers. Oh, wow. So, so yeah. What is Feedy Spot? Oh, Feed Spot. So, Joe's still getting credit for the plays on this. Right. And any ads that are, I don't even know if he's using dynamic advertising or, or, or not, but. It should still supply but, the show with a monetization, but, but that that keeps a guy out of a little bit of trouble. But. Right, but they don't. They want that consumed on the Spotify platform. They don't want that right. consumed consumed on Apple or right. <laughs> though, though a fair amount of the the podcast listening platforms now don't necessarily make it easy to add your own RSS feed. Though, I mean, I mean, some of it is buried in there. And, be, and being this doesn't have an email address, you won't get this into Apple Podcasts because they won't accept this feed. With, it, so that feed address doesn't... There's so no that, feed address feed, for it. There's no email? No. The, no. Okay. So, yeah. so that may limit it getting it into... But it doesn't stop it from being submitted Manual other added. places. Yeah. Yeah. 
or yeah. just clicking on those links. You just right. copy and paste them right out of the yeah. RSS feed into your browser and you yeah. can listen to the show. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Good. This is, this is very, you know, you know what's coming with him. <laughs> uh, but yeah. he's put the code up on GitHub. So it's just a whack-a-mole now. Right. Because these will pop up all over. As soon as the good Joe Rogan fans find out about this, there will be servers everywhere running that code. Right. And unless Spotify puts something in place to thwart it, mm-hmm. then they can't stop it. Yeah. I mean, it's if it gets replicated out there on a bunch of different sites, right? Yeah. So- How do you kill it yeah so if you i guess the key is that i I have never went over well let's let's try so let me go back and grab the uh, this is just too fun um let me grab the uh the enclosure let's see here there it is i grab the enclosure link And I'm looking at episode 1571. So let me go over to Spotify. Yep. And Spotify.com. They don't like you using the. So let me, how can I search for a show here? Uh, Probably it's going to be right on the home page. Maybe not. Uh, Crap. Uh, Okay. Open the web player. Let's open the web player. And let's search for Joe Rogan. So the Joe Rogan experience. Let me load that up. Now we'll find episode 1571. Now let me do a view source code. Oh, that's interesting. View. Ah, can't right click. Oh, there we go. No. Oh, they don't make it easy to view the source code here. Um, how is that possible? View. Usually, I can right-click and view source code, hmm. but that is on on, 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 on any website. What are they? Is that on Spotify? Yeah, I'm on Spotify. How come I can't view source code? Because usually, can you view the page source, right? Yeah, I think you can block the the visibility to that. Yeah. All right, there's a little tool I have. Where is that developer tool? Is that it? Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, so we're just geeking out here a little bit. Sorry, everybody. Um, but maybe one of you can go do the experiment and see if... All right, so I know what I'll do. I'll file, save as... Save page as. There's two ways to kill a cat here. So let me go put that in downloads. I'm going to save it. All right. I just saved it. Actually, let me load this page. Let me do a file save as. Save page as. Put number two. Okay. Save. Now I go to my hard drive. Go to downloads. And I right click here. And I open with. Uh, we can use text edit. Uh, there you are. I got you now. <laughs> uh, let's see here. 
there's text edit. And I do a edit. Yeah, I'll do Apple F. And type in Apple V. Does it find it? Hmm, not so simple. It didn't find the... <coughs> yeah. So maybe... Uh, someone's going to be someone smarter than me is going to have to play with this. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a whole. Oh my God. What is all that? So let's look at the mean. I got all the raw stuff here. Okay. Let me look at that then. Text edit. Huh. Okay. Nope. 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 They got it hid pretty good. Someone that's a programmer can just search this and, uh, about mm -hmm. three seconds, and uh, I'm just a hack. <laughs> yeah, I can't find that link, but I'm sure it's there. How did they? How did they not? How he must have come up with the thing that's got me confused about this is. Oh, let me look at this episode. One P six. Is that how they did that? Oh, I got it. It's a, it's a function of, now let me go back and look at the, oh, that's not the case either. I'd have no idea how they got the, the source. He's doing something, some magic there with that code. Huh. Well, I'm sure that they're, they're scanning the page and coming up with those links. Right. So it's got to be there, you know. So right. they're just they're they're extracting the links from the web page, right? And then generating it into yeah. RSS feed. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So anyone wants to put some Las Vegas betting down on this, <laughs> on how long that 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 site's going to be up? But he, you know, here's the thing. He he he's it's a subdomain, so he might be okay. They may not be able to force this down. Um, regardless, or actually I say irregardless, because that is a word now, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary. <laughs> this is a great hack. <laughs> right. Wow. One of my team members says, oh, I can see a C&D letter being drafted right now. <laughs> That's right. It's being typed as we speak. <laughs> Especially after we've talked about it on this show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> Head over here. And you can add that feed to Apple Podcast. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. That's right. That's right. It's kind of buried in the uh, settings area for your your yeah, but you account, can but you, you can you can add it to Overcast. You you don't have to miss a beat. You don't have to listen to the show. <laughs> but, but but you can feel good because you're still listening to it on off of Spotify. That's right. But, but Spotify can't collect any data on you. <laughs> it's a privacy Todd, shield. Todd, did you see this this press release <laughs> that was sent out that that uh, Pod News linked to? Um, Podiant affirms its political and ethical stance with a new compassionate liberal manifesto. <laughs> Did you see this? No. 
Okay. I'm not trying to go down any kind of political path here. I just think it's interesting that who is pot diant? Who who is that? Uh founder Mark Stedman. P O D I A N T founder. Um yeah. So he's based in Birmingham, UK. Yeah. P O D I A N T. Yeah. Founder.com. Uh, I don't know about founder part, but oh, it's just pandiant.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it, it's a statement of kind of political orientation. So there, he announces his political, he announces their political affiliation for their platform. Right. Why would you do that? Well, it's a whole press release. So, but why would you do that? Um, uh, it says here the UK-based podcasting company Podiant uh, launched its manifesto to the public on December first, positioning itself as outwardly, outwardly supporting liberal causes like Black Lives Matter, trans rights, and combating ingrained bias with compassion and patience. So that's okay. The manifesto that- takes the form of a snappy video and a series of unequivocal statements dotted with uh, irrelevant quotes. But we've all been supporting those. uh, What does that have to, that's okay. We're in the content hosting business. Do you not think that uh, I'm not getting political on my, on my website? Oh no. Yeah. I don't think you, yeah. I, you know, there's a statement in here as hosting companies, it's easy for us to hide behind free speech or safe harbor arguments when we're confronted with content that conflicts with our ethics and politics. This, that's so bullshit because right. we support freedom of speech of all content. Right. Right, left, down the middle, far right, far left, as long as it doesn't expose hate speech. Right. right. Yeah. I, it's, it's an interesting approach. Yeah, and it's it's not a hundred percent clear on what's being accomplished here, but um, I just thought I would mention it. I'm not drawing any particular conclusions. It's just unusual to see this kind of a statement, but it is a statement for I guess progressive kind of positioning in social activities going on in the world today. So I'm not saying it's going to drive customers away, but. It could. Yeah, it could. Yeah. 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 Especially in the, the climate that we're in right now. Where right. It's so divisive over the, this exact issue. There's, so. I, 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 I'm trying to remember the rule my dad said when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When it comes to business, you don't talk about politics. You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about, um, there's one other thing. But those are the two that stick stuck out, right? Um, I, I just I don't know. Maybe I'm old school. Maybe that's because I support also, all. I support all content, right? Same with me. So uh, I just wanted to let everybody know too. There's only two weeks left to enter the Podcast Academy Awards Ambies. Oh, that's um, right. 
So as far as submitting your your show for consideration um, for the awards ceremony that's going to be happening on March 28th. Um, so now is the time. So if you have a, you know, a, a podcast that you think is, you know, uh, worth submitting to this for award consideration, you know, you've got a couple of weeks to get it done. I think the deadline what's the exact deadline here. I don't know off the top of my head right now. Um, but it's two weeks. So I, I believe it's the end of um, December. How's, how's your submissions going? Or no, the the second week of December, right? Um, it's going well. Oh, good. It's going well. Yeah. So there's hundreds of shows that have been submitted already, um, and the the membership of the organization continues to grow, and so it's good. All right. So just had a had a board of governors meeting just prior to the show here. So we're going to be adding three new board members. Right. So that'll put us at about 20 board members. So, so yeah, so it's good. Things are progressing along with that and pulling our budgets together and getting, you know, the funds needed to pull it off. Yep. Um, as I'm getting a text here, sorry. It's okay. So, and then, uh, let's see, what's the other thing that's going on here? Um, let's see here. There was, um, some other information that came out here too. Um, podcast advertising will be worth nearly $3.5 billion globally by 2025, according to a new study from Omidia, Omidia. Um, O M D I A. How much 3.5 billion by when? Um, globally by 2025. That's a big number. Because I don't think, I don't think we've gotten to a billion yet. Yeah, I don't think we have either. Right. So 2025 being a short four years from now. Right. 3.5 billion. Everyone should have advertising, Rob. You couldn't, you couldn't sell 3.5 billion. Everyone having advertising. Right. You you can't. Yeah. Everyone. (laughs) Yeah. It shows has 10 listeners per episode. It takes, you're going to have to advertise everything. Yeah. They get to, I think 2 billion. You would, you would fill every, every spot in every podcast known to man. So this article, um, says that Amazon is the latest major player to add podcasts to its service with original and third-party podcast content. Amazon is looking for a slice of advertising market set to be worth nearly $3.5 billion by 2025. So it specifically mentions Amazon in the context of growing this. Um, well, G- Google and their... Interesting perspective. The Google it. and their audio advertising you know, initiatives as I could see coming into play too, because you can buy now ad spots. You have to be integrated with the Google platform, but you can, you know, they're selling audio clips of advertising. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. So, you know, they're following in the lead of, um, of what you know, Spotify has been doing. 
James, uh, the Amis are by the Podcast Academy. So you go yeah. over to the podcastacademy.com. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. And That's enter where you over there. Your, your show for consideration yeah. over there. And what was yeah. the cost again? Uh, it's a hundred. Go to the page here and I'll give them the exact number here. I believe it's, if you're a non-member, it's like, uh, I think it's 165, I think. And if you're a member, it's like a hundred or something. Right. I think that's how it works out. No words. So, yeah, it says the entry fee for members is a hundred dollars. The, for non-members, it's 175. So if you want to, want to, want to become a member, then it's, you know, you save $75, which can go towards your, your membership. Yeah. Yeah. So and it looks like that the, the, the nominations, uh, closes December 15th. Um, the nominees are going to be announced in February of 2021. And then the awards are March 28th. So, Okay. That's the, that's the timeline. So probably this show, we probably can't nominate this show because of your position, but I can probably nominate my tech show. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. this, would this show be disqualified? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably just from, from the perspective of, um, a conflict of it, interest, what it looks like. Right. I might just submit it anyway. Right. <laughs> I'll just duck out of the picture. No, I, I don't think I, I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So, so we do have a, a, a tech podcast category. Oh, so good. <laughs> best knowledge and science or tech podcast. Oh. So. Knowledge and science. All right. Well, I, I, I got a shot. That's what we're sharing here. Some but knowledge. I do have some podcast award sample trophies over here. So it looks like I have won something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this show hasn't won anything. So Nothing. No. We would love that to happen. Well, Geek Central has not won anything. Well, we did win one thing. We got something from, uh, where is it? Uh, maybe it's not in here. I would just. Yeah, Geek New Central won a, a small. Actually, I won a small award for my <laughs> my uh, my encounter with Steve Jobs. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, my ten minute encounter with him. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, three point five million dollars or billion dollars in that's four a years. Lot. That's a lot. That's that's a Over lot. Over five years, yeah, four years, right? Yeah. Huh. Well, let's hope so. Everyone's yeah. gonna, everyone's going to get paid, <laughs> or it's all going to go to NPR right. and iHeart and Spotify. <laughs> well, that that is a controversial question, right? What's yeah. the disposition going to going to be? And like we talked about on Saturday, all um, right, th- there is a little bit of issue of of advertising outside of the U.S. growing. Too. Yeah, um, and lots of desires on the part of countries around the world to have their own um, counting of podcast downloads and plays, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So, which could 
complicate things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that's, so that was an interesting article. If you wanted to, I don't know, it's a long URL. I, I don't know that it's worth sharing, but, um, it was in, it was in pod news. Just subscribe to pod news to get the, right, to get right. the link. Right. But, huh. Spotify well, now says that there's 1.9 million podcasts in its catalog. Really? Apple, <laughs> Apple lists, uh, 1.7. 1.9? 1.9 is what they're showing. And I, I've seen that in other numbers out there too, that they're, you know, I think the last number that I actually saw was like 1.8. All right, let me go look. Because I don't know about that. Oh, I can't you, type. I'm going to go look at our admin. Are you going to go look at um, Daniel's? Yeah. Uh, we can look at Daniel's number. So my number, no way. I, I'm at 1.405 million, and I've got dupes. Let's see here. Let's go to the podcast index. And what is Daniel's website? Do you remember? <laughs> podcast yeah. index has 1,333,000. Was it podcast? What, what's the address of that again? Podcast. Is it reviews? Yeah, podcast reviews, maybe. Uh, Sprouts even advertising against that. Holy cow. Unbelievable. My podcast reviews. And let's see yeah. here. Yeah. He has, uh, where's his list at? That's uh, what I'm looking for right now. Yeah. Industry stats. Okay. There we go. He's got 1,674,000. 1,911 total valid podcast with 41,656,000 mm. episodes right. available. Yeah, so almost 1.7, right? Yeah. So how does Spotify get to 1.9? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Apple says they have how many? 1.7. 1.7. Hmm. Which is fairly, cons I mean, this is, this where Daniel's getting his number yeah. is from Apple's catalog. So that, that would be consistent with that. It's a rounding up, but yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it says here, the, the latest numbers um, added in the previous day, about 4,100 shows. Um, so yesterday we added 4,100 shows added in the last 30 days says here in, um, November, looks like we added about 98,000 shows. Yeah. Added in the last 90 days, almost 300,000. Hmm. Those are big numbers. Yeah, it is big numbers. Well, what's what's the breakdown of where they're coming from is the other question. Yeah, yeah. 
Could there be 200,000 podcasts outside the United States that we don't see in the Apple podcast directory? Oh, you mean in Spotify? No. And you know, if you, if you're on the Apple podcast directory, do you see all the shows in other countries? Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. I believe the U S catalog is a consolidated catalog is a master of of everything. all, All the countries. Yeah. The, the U S catalog is. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they add, well, you know, it's a good question, Todd. Well, I think it's more of a featuring differentiation Uh between all these countries. What shows are presented Mm. is mapped to the country more than it is the catalog. I would imagine. Right. Well, Huh. Yeah. It's a big disparity though in numbers. Yeah, it's coming from somewhere. Yeah. We just don't know where it's coming from. Well, someone needs to start uh, building a parser to uh to you know, basically go through Spotify and uh, scrape Spotify. Yeah. I I'm looking at Buzzsprout's November stats and it's, it is showing that, um, Apple podcast, um, was getting about 32% of the file requests as compared to Spotify getting 25. Where numbers are nowhere near that. I'm, I listens just, aren't either. I mean, listens I mean, absolutely nowhere near that. We're under 10%. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're we're like nine point something on Spotify. Yeah, we're right. below you. So it's it it it's just maybe the mock up of shows. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear all these big numbers for Spotify, and we just don't see it. I think it's a composition of what shows. Yeah. 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 And I, I sh- you know, we should probably go and have and, and listen to 500 shows and see who they're promoting, you know, go mm-hmm. and listen to two, three minutes to see if they're promoting Spotify, or if they're promoting app, who they're promoting now or do shows mm-hmm. even do that anymore. I used to go painstakingly and go through that work before, but that's, that's a lot of work and I don't have time to do it. Right. Yeah. But it does break out Apple iTunes separately at, at, 1.5% is Apple iTunes. Yeah. Huh. That number used to be a lot higher. And, you know, Apple's removing shows too, you know? Um, yeah. Well, th- that could be what the difference is too, right? Yeah. Between Apple and Spotify is Apple's taking down shows. Right. And keeping maybe, their catalog clean. Well, tr- well here's the thing. It's still not clean. It's, and again, I'd love to know what their criteria is for removing shows. But, you know, Apple move, removed about 4,300 shows in the last 30 days. And it's interesting. They've added 4,096. Oh, no, they added 98,000 in the last 30 days, and they removed 4,300. That's a pretty remarkable number. 98,000 right. new shows in the last 30 days. Right. right. It's huge. It's huge. 
Also, the 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 apps, the playback apps oh, on my, Buzzsprout lists um, the Parlor app. Wait a minute. There was 30,000 shows removed in the last 90 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, 4,300 last Thursday. I see what he did there. Huh. Did you know that the Parlor app, which is a hot app now, right. is getting um, half a percent of downloads on Buzzsprout? Parlor supports podcasts? Content's getting played off of there somehow. Oh, that's interesting. I know. I, I just noticed it in their their list of um, uh, uh, listening platforms. I'm going to have to go over there and investigate and see how people are posting podcasts. I bet it's all conservative podcasts. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's a pretty much a conservative platform. Right. It's a it's a free speech platform. Talk. Yeah. Okay. Get that right. Okay. Free speech platform. <laughs> Well, you know, and, and probably, in all honesty, probably is compared to Facebook. You know, right, so. <laughs> right, right. They're they're purposely not, um, you know, removing tags or taking down content, and right? it, removing conspiracy theories or anything like that. Then, huh? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Wow. But anyway, I thought I they, thought that that was interesting. That's a significant number for a non-podcasting platform. Half a percent. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be curious to see what shows are being promoted over there. Makes that's, sense. That's, that's almost as much as what's getting listened to off of Podbean. I don't even. Okay. <laughs> uh, half of a percent? That much? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see that. <laughs> hey, podcasts are consumed in a lot of different places now. That's right, true. Todd? Over 100. Pandora is only at 0.4 percent. Wow! For, and for if if, if Parler beat Pandora, that's saying something, right? That's, <laughs> why, that's why I mentioned it. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. Everyone's going to go bringing em, up the bottom of the list. All all the uh, all the podcasters listen to this are now going to get a Parler account <laughs> and start posting their shows over there. Yeah. Hmm. There, I don't even. I'm. I. So, did you know that Bullhorn was a podcast listener? Yeah, I do. I knew Bullhorn okay, was. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Okay. I had a. We had dis, some discussions with Bullhorn a couple of years ago, and they really, they've. Um, I'm trying to think what their specialty was. Um. Well, people can create. If I remember correctly, I'm gonna have to go over there now. Bullhorn is kind of like um, where it's 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 just it's it's a you know there you can uh, see how do you deal with it? Um, oh, that's not the right. Uh, this is not staffing software. It must be not bullhorn dot com. So. Smart speakers and smart TVs, yeah. So are are both getting about the same percentage of consumption? Mm. About point five. Yeah, Bullhorn is the best podcast app. Discover and listen to podcasts with your friends or by yourself. But they also had a publishing piece for a while. Mm-hmm. But it looks like now it's just only a 
a listening app. Now, there's a section for podcasters. Oh, how to get your podcast on Bullhorn. Submit your, your feed and your email. So, so what is Spotify Lite? Do you know what that is? I do not know what Spotify Lite is. That's that's one that's in the... Yeah, Mike mentioned Spotify employees are taking down shows too. Yes, they are. <laughs> Matter of fact, I get a spreadsheet yeah, now. True. I have a spreadsheet of shows that's that have true. been taken down. Yeah, you, you, you get your spreadsheet access, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't they, want to play in that world they, anymore. They say, send, they send me an email that says, go check your spreadsheet of the, the newest shows we've removed from the platform and the reasons. Wow. Uh, there's something. You know, I mentioned Spotify Lite. Yeah. Did you see this? Uh, is it by Spotify? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, Spotify LTD. It it looks like a different. Okay, it's been downloaded a hundred. Well, it's got reviews, one hundred eighty-seven thousand reviews. Spotify LTD is um, the name of the company, right? But it's an app called Spotify Lite. It's in the Google Play Store. Well, then it, I, I almost guarantee you. Then uh, it's been downloaded ten million times. And it's done. Yeah, this is an official Spotify app. So yeah. Spotify LTD is is the company that Spotify does business under. Yeah, but the app is called Spotify Lite. Well, he, look at this, Rob. You know, you're, you're you're missing out because they've got Spotify Music, uh, Spotify Station, Spotify Kids, Spotify for Artists. So they've got a whole bunch of Spotify apps. I believe this one is free. I think that's well. That's they're all free, and you can listen on Spotify free. You just get ads, but right. Spotify Station, Spotify for artists, Soundtrack Studio. With okay, it says here with Spotify Lite, you can play millions of songs for free. The Spotify Lite app is small, so you you'll save space on your phone and save data when using it on the go. So this must be a specially optimized um, app for maybe lower resource phones. I see. Well, again, they've got one, anyway. two, three, four, four listing apps, two creation apps, three creation apps. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's it. And I guess it has podcasts, and it's just not getting much use for podcasting. Right. Well, that's what that showed showed me. Anyway, we're giving Spotify we're way the, too much advertising here. Yeah. 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 yeah we're, we, uh, and oh, we're at 90 minutes. Yep. So I hope all of you have fun with the, uh, with the RSS feed generator for, uh, for Spotify. Again, yep. Spotty, S P O T I F E E D dot Tim D O R R dot com. So you can That's put right. your uh, Spotify URL to your show in this generator and it will kick you out an RSS feed. And the demo one that's on the website is the Joe Rogan experience, which you can use to uh, subscribe to Joe Rogan, your favorite Apple podcast app or your favorite, you know, your favorite podcast app, <laughs> Android or Apple. Todd, I guess we're being a little irresponsible today, aren't we? Nah. But, but 
by by promoting a, a tool that can help people pirate content. It's not pirating. Content. It's not pirating. Well, it's. I don't I think not. it's. I don't think it's pirating. If this is information that's in there made to data that you can get to without logging in, right? Then is it I pirating? It's not technically pirating, but, but yeah. uh, getting around the system <laughs> might be a better way of saying it. So the Joe Rogan podcast is available, and all the other it's, exclusive podcasts at Spotify are available via RSS feed. John Dory, you saved Joe Rogan from <laughs> not being a podcast. I just wonder how many people will. You, this guy might actually regret this because he may start incurring some serious traffic to his website. <laughs> it's generate, you know, you know how much load. And if if you're if you're hosting a whole bunch of RSS feeds, right? This could get expensive for. He might take it down because he can't afford it. Right. It's true. Yeah. You know, you it get probably take some, it probably takes some resources to, to create that. You, you get half a million hits on that bad boy in a day. Yeah. You, you know, I don't care who you are. All of a sudden your credit card is going to start getting impacted from traffic. <laughs> well, like you've said, Todd, it's not necessarily all about the bandwidth. It's about resources. Yeah. Yeah. I would think it would take a fair amount of resources to get this. I'm sure, generated. but you know, yeah. there's ways to lower. He could be, he could be serving these feeds off S3 or something like that, and may not be using as many resources. But we just don't know. Right. So, right. all right, everyone, we'll get all off right. in here. I had a little fun today, and yeah. I hope you enjoyed being on the show with us. And and those of you that were live, thanks for hanging out. I wasn't watching YouTube too much, so if you're on YouTube, I we definitely appreciate you being over there. Oh yeah, we had some folks on. Uh, Oh, this is interesting. Pat Flynn endorses Buzzsprout, yet he's using Art 19 for his podcast. <laughs> well, I don't think you have to say too much more about that. Yeah, right? that's kind of curious, that's isn't it? pretty clear. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think so, I right. yeah, okay. Well, I won't say what I want to say, but <laughs> anyway, everyone, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Todd at Blueberry.com at Geek News is my Twitter account. Uh, I'm at Rob Greenlee on Twitter as well, and you can find me in email as well. I'm in the email land, uh, robg at lipson.com. And uh, we'll see you back here on Saturday at uh, 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And keep your fingers crossed that we have a guest. Yeah, That'd and if great. you're in Hawaii, you can you can wake up and watch us at 7 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Wow. So, yeah. Welcome to the party. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next time here on the new me show. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.